Hey, Ghana members. Welcome back for another episode of Ghana TV. Ghana officially opened registration for its spring management conference that will take place in Philadelphia from May 6th to the 8th, 2023. If you haven't registered yet, make sure you do so today by clicking the link in the description below. Joining us first today to talk about this year's SMC in the city of brotherly love is Ghana's president, Robert Anders. Today's SMC update is brought to you by Lincoln Electric. Lincoln is proud to have its Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer Stephen Hedlund given this year's industry keynote presentation during the SMC on May 8th, 2023. Robert, thank you for joining us today. The theme for this year's SMC is 365 Intentional Leadership. Can you expand on that theme and explain how you came up with it? It, it kind of piggybacks on my comments that I made out in San Diego about intentionality, about leading your life daily, making every day count. And uh, and the planning committee, as we talked about it, we said, you know, that's a good thing for us to continue on with this, that, uh, you know, we need to be intentional about our leadership of our companies and about, and about how we lead our lives. So we thought it would be a good thing. Can you give viewers a sneak preview of the event and why you're so excited about it? I tell you, I am really excited about the SMC. We've got a great program uh, set up. We start off, uh, with a president's reception at the Constitution Museum, and I'll go into a little bit more of that a little bit later. Um, uh, then we get into the first day session. We're going to do things a little bit different. We're going to have our keynote speaker on the first day, and I'm really excited about having uh, Joey Jones. Uh, Joey Jones is a military, uh, ex-military guy who's a commentator. A lot of folks will know him. He com- he's a commentator, but his message isn't about wounded warrior or military. It's going to be a message about uh, uh, leading your life intensely. You know, he didn't let his, he is a double amputee, had both of his legs blown off, uh, but he didn't let that, that, uh, that, that define him. And, uh, I think it's going to be a great message, you know, and then we go into the educational sessions and we got something for everybody in the educational sessions. We've got a God around table. They're going to go. We got relationship selling with Randy Quinn, uh, Squibb doing that. Abadie Butler Moore is going to talk to us about what it's like to, to have a company that's 90% gas. Um, we got a customer satisfaction, uh, track with, uh, with, uh, Todd Sandage using technology to improve safety with Bill Woods. And, uh, and then we've got a succession planning, uh, session that's going to have Wally Brandt, Jack Butler and Bill Baxter. And I think that's going to really be something to see. Um, and then we have a main stage. Uh, presenter that day. Her name is Colleen Rogers, and she's going to talk about employee retention. And uh, we decided instead of having that as an educational break, we're going to have that because that's been a hot topic. And we're going to have that as as one of our featured speakers. Uh, we've got the, the contact booth, as we always have, but we've got a little twist on it this year. We're going to have a networking reception afterwards uh, where we can just have cocktails and some appetizers and people that are at the contact booth can get an opportunity just to spend a little time networking. And then on the second day, we have, you know, a great business session, but we have two super speakers. We have a guy named Halloran Hilton Hill, who is a personal friend of mine from Knoxville. Nobody ever hears Halloran. He doesn't make smile. He's one of those guys, and he, he talks about, you know, being grateful and, and having a grateful heart. And then our industry speaker, Steve Hedlund, uh, with Lincoln Electric, uh, is a dynamic guy. He's one of the up-and-coming folks in our industry. And I'm excited about having him, him there. And in Philadelphia itself, it's a, it's a great town to be in. So, uh, so I'm excited about it. In addition to the amazing program that you just laid out, you're also going to be participating with the Young Professionals Committee as part of a Lunch and Learn event. 
what is that event and what are some of the topics that you'll be discussing? Uh, first of all, let me just let me just say that I am so excited about what's going on with the young professionals. That that committee is really taking off. They've got some great events. The one they had in San Diego was super and uh, they're going they're going to keep that momentum going. They asked me to come in and 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 talk to them a little bit about uh back to a presentation I made in Nashville about what it's like to run a family-owned business if you're not part of the family. And I think that resonated with some of their members that are in positions that they're they're grooming them to be leaders in their companies, but they're not family members. So I'm going to touch on that. It's not going to be nearly as much a, a, a presentation as it's going to be a conversation. Uh, you know, we're going to touch on those notes and then open it up and let them ask me uh, anything they want to ask me within reason. Um, so um, I'm really excited about spending time with them. That's the future of our our industry, and uh, and I want to pour into them if I can. As you've covered, there's a lot to be excited about for this year's SMC, but if you had to pick one thing, what are you the most excited about? We're doing, you know, our schedule is very much the same as we've done in the past, so I don't think it's going to be a surprise to anybody. Uh, the thing that I'm really excited about is the president's reception. You know, we're having that at the uh, Constitution Museum. And um, it is going to be uh, a different venue. Uh, it, it's uh, When I first saw that, when I went up several years ago, I said, this is what I want to do this. I think it's going to be a great place for us to mingle. A lot of history. Um, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have people walking around filling you in on, on, the, on the, what happened throughout that whole process. And I think it's just an impressive facility. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Is there anything else that you want to leave viewers with before we go today? Well, yeah, two things, two or three things. One real quick is, um, you know, we, we rolled out the MBA program, got an MBA program, and we had an expectation that we needed 15 people, uh, to sign up for that. And then we said our goal is going to get 30 to sign up for that program. We've signed up 150 people for that program and we have, we're having to cut it off because we can't do any more. So I am extremely excited about that. That is going to be an ongoing uh, program that we'll offer next year. So if you, if you can't get in this year, get in next year. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to sign up for the SMC. Uh, I was with John last week, and uh, registration is ahead of schedule right now. So please don't wait. Get, get registered for the SMC. And as I said in, in, uh, in San Diego when I was uh, giving my comments, we just got back from Maui for planning the AC uh, event there, and we are going to have a spectacular event out in, in, in uh, Maui. So please plan right now. If you, if you had a good month this month, put some money away. Plan on coming and, and bringing, uh, bringing in, in mass your folks to Maui. We're going to have a tremendous event out there. So I encourage you to, encourage you to stay tuned. Robert, we can't wait to see everybody together in Philadelphia in May. Thank you for joining the show again. As Robert said, registrations are coming in fast and furious. Make sure to take advantage of early bird pricing through the end of February and register today by clicking the link in the description below. After the break, we've got a really interesting and insightful roundtable on e-commerce that you won't want to miss. So stick around right after a word from today's presenting sponsor, Safety Cart. Today's episode is presented by Safety Cart. Safety Cart is a manufacturer of cylinder carts, cages, pallets, truck beds, and trailers, and is based in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Everything that we make is built here in the United States and started as an outgrowth of Walker Welders in the Mississippi Delta in 1969. Today, we send our products to all 50 states and beyond. For more information, visit safetycart.com today. 
During this year's WEMCO annual meeting in San Juan, Puerto Rico, three e-commerce suppliers took part in a roundtable discussion that was moderated by industry legend Ken Thompson. David Scher, president of Computers Unlimited, Dave Bent, VP of Operations at ES Tech Group, and Matt Christensen, president of DDS Distributor Data Solutions, gave an industrial distribution industry overview of e-commerce. They touched on a variety of critical topics for our changing industry. We were lucky enough to get a sneak preview of this roundtable. To view the full 30-minute discussion, click the link in the description below. Thank you to Ken, David, Matt, and Dave for your help with this, and to Wemco for allowing us to air this preview. Thank you for uh, allowing me to be part of the program. And second, to pass the first piece to David Scher, CU's president, and ask David to kind of talk to us about the path, the journey he was on, and how this uh, uh, ended up uh, where it is today. And David will pass this on from there to Dave Bent and then on to Matt Christensen. So thanks so much uh, for allowing me to do the intro. David Scher, I'll pass it to you. Thanks a lot. <clears throat> well, Ken, uh, thanks for the introduction, and also thanks for framing the, the challenge and the opportunity. We have a simple e-commerce application we've had for many, many years that a segment of our customer base uses. Um, but throughout these discussions, it was clear that we needed to go out and find a great third-party application in order to, to incorporate, you know, the, the rich product functionality, robust marketing capabilities, you know, dynamic searching, you, you name it. So that was really the, the conclusion of that meeting was we need a third-party solution. And so this wasn't our decision at CU, it was the customers. So the customers researched a number of leading e-commerce applications. And uh, through a lot of uh, demos and, and researching, they collectively decided that the ES Tech platform was the best solution to use. And so with that marching order, with that direction, CU got to work. And our role and our value add is to integrate that platform with Tim's Using standard API interfaces. And looking, thinking back, it was, it was quite a journey. It took a, a lot of effort. The initial round of interface development took about a year's worth of programming to complete. And the interface is really focused around two major areas of integration that are really key, um, in the digital world of tying a, an e-commerce product with an ERP solution. And the first is being able to have accurate and complete pricing and availability of products. Um, th th you know, available onto the e-commerce platform. So when I mean consistent pricing, I mean, when that customer logs on, they need to see their price, their tax, their delivery fees. Uh, they need to see vis visibility of availability across all locations. They need to be able to have multiple ways to pay for the product. Uh, they like to have order confirmation through email. And of course, there's the, the, the printing of the delivery ticket to be able to, uh, pick, pack and ship the product out of the warehouse. And you have to have some additional logic based upon the type of product. Sometimes you want your gases to go to one location and your hard goods to be sourced out of another. So that's the plumbing under the hood that is really fundamental. And then the second major area of integration is all about customer account features. So just think about, you know, you have a customer that traditionally would call you up on the phone or would be at your storefront and uh, requesting a number of services. That same type of service needs to be ex extended, uh, expanded onto the e-commerce platform. So when we talk about customer account inquiry features, that becomes critical. Uh, the ability to view open orders, look at sales history, look at your, your open AR, 
Um, look at proof of deliveries. Look at your cylinder balances, all your ships and return transactions or departmental tracking, as well as the ability to pay for those invoices online. So that's the customer service, the inquiry portion of, of the integration that we completed. So really, the, you know, the overall goal is seamless customer service. It needs to be the same experience as if they were right there in front of you. So that's the integration portion. You know, another key area was just the, the, the partnerships. Partnerships are absolutely key to this. And so we have really strong partnerships here. Um, there's no middleman or systems integrator to complicate things, which can lead to increased costs and complexity. It's great to be able to work, you know, for example, Dave, with your team directly with your developers and your project managers, and they're working with our counterparts here at CU. That was absolutely key. Um, we have similar company philosophies. That's another key element, I think, here. Now, you want to partner with individuals and companies that share your same philosophies. And the feedback loop was really important, too. So with every customer that's come on board, uh, we have these kickoff calls. We have status calls. Once they're live, we get feedback to improve the API integration or to incorporate new features. Very good. D David, maybe I can pick up from your points. Dave Band here. Um, and as Ken mentioned in his intro, I head up the operations of a, um, a business under the umbrella of ECI, uh, ES Tech Group. And um, our solution is Evolution X e-commerce. And I think as Matt and David and I and working with Ken uh, kind of step back and say, okay, how can we help the industry here, the gas and welding industry? Individually, we can help. But I think everybody's talking a lot about digital transformation. And uh, it, 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 it can get very complex and overwhelming for an independent distributor. It can get very complex and overwhelming pretty quickly. As Dave mentioned, this is a very complex subject, but increasingly, this online presence is no longer an optional add-on or something that sets your company apart. It's table stakes, and after the commercial, hear more from these industry experts on that very topic. Are your trucks coming back with cylinders that weren't on the manifest? Well, scan this code to see how truck reconciliation with Tim's delivery can be just as easy as scanning that code. There you go. Welcome back, Gauda members. Before the commercial, Dave Bent was just about to begin discussing the complex topic of digital transformation. Here is part two of the roundtable preview from Wenco. So part of this is trying to break down the, the pieces. Digital transformation, again, one of, the, one of the things where it does feel a little overwhelming, it means that information and, and, and processes and data are flowing end to end. Um, and so... If somebody's browsing on a website, obviously they've got to be able to see the product, see the information, select a product. But as they place an order, it's got to flow into the e-commerce. They probably need to look up their contract pricing. They need to look up inventory. And, and so that connection into the ERP is critical. And they're actually, what well, we always say, the, the best customer experience is, is, is what we're striving for. Um, it turns into sales, and a lot of people think of e-commerce, okay, I've got to measure the sales, I've got to measure the sales. But what you're really trying to do is is drive your customers to use an online presence. And that the winners actually create the best customer experience, meaning they can log in, and it, it's a holistic opportunity to see the interaction with the supplier, meaning they can not, not only 
research and browse product, but they can come in, as David said, and pay off invoices, look up order history, order status, uh, validate pricing, uh, maybe do quoting. And so inter- integration is everything, and that's certainly what we've been doing with with David. <clears throat> and then for me, the exciting thing of being engaged here and, and talking to a, a, a from the, the Wemco side it's only ultimately successful if the suppliers engage with the distributors um, because yeah. it's it's an end-to-end digitization of capability. And so how do you create as a, as a supplier, as a manufacturer, you've obviously got multiple channels, but how do we really enable the independent dealer distribution channel to truly go digital? And that's really the, the passion I think we all have and Ken has brought us together to, to really say, okay, what are the pieces of the puzzle? What's the role of the uh, the supplier upstream, um, and what you know? What does an independent distributor need to do? As you think about the e-commerce part, it's got to be B two B procurement, and and uh, that needs to be enabled and connected, obviously, as David said, to the ERP. And so, for us, I think um, I think we're the the journey has begun, but if you look at adoption of e-commerce in the gas and welding space. There's still a really long way to go, especially with the smaller distributors. And uh, we're, we're working with a number of them, but it's obviously more overwhelming. Do, you know, do you need a new marketing person? Do you, what does it mean to the sales team? And so part of this is, you know, kicking off sharing really what, what of the, uh, the distributors who've adopted so far, how have they done? And I would say they've done really well um, and uh, are making great progress, but, how do we help spread the word? And I think really importantly, how can suppliers engage and really see the independent channel as a as, as really a uh, still a, a very key way to market? Um, and so that's that's the foundation of the discussion here. And Matt, I'll I'll pass to you because I think there's the there's a key interaction that is is well underway between you know, your team and, and, and the suppliers, but I, I think it's critical that we keep building on that. So Matt, I'll pass over to you. One interesting stat that I've seen is, and particularly to this industry, is that less than 40% of distributors display their overall uh, product catalog. So all of the products that they have in CU they're only displaying less than 40% of those products on their e-commerce site. And that really is due to the difficulty in obtaining the rich product data from their manufacturers. And the reason for that is, this is hard to believe, but every single manufacturer's information and file formats, column names, data within the product data itself is unique to individual manufacturers. And so, for example, if you look at Lincoln product data or Miller product data or Hypertherm product data, it is very different when you look at that side by side. Yes, it has images. Yes, it has descriptions and features and attributes. But the normalcy of that data is very different, and it causes great delays in kind of the the digital e-commerce supply chain in working with that data and pushing that product data to e-commerce. Uh, another reason manufacturers, and this 
maybe assume, but manufacturers don't have integrations directly to e-commerce platforms. And so a third party is needed to do that integration. So in order to take this varying uh, disparate data from manufacturers and help distributors display all that information, uh, technology is needed, APIs are needed, integrations are needed uh, to in order to facilitate that. And in gas and welding so far today, we have uh, we have probably 150 different manufacturers that we have received content from directly from the vendor themselves. And out of those 150 different brands, there truly are 150 different formats, formats of data, formats of files. And so it's very difficult uh, for the distributors uh, to use that. And people are surprised as well that there's no industry standards. And that's really the reason. There's no industry standards for exchanging product information. It's kind of wild west, free for all. A lot of manual effort is, is done uh, in terms of product data. A lot of spreadsheets, a lot of Excel. And it just hasn't been an efficient process. Uh, another and so that's that's kind of talking about the hard goods side of the business. The other side, really, you know, important to, to distributors is the the gas products, and kind of the same stat. But ninety percent of distributors don't or haven't displayed individual gas products, and so on their websites. If you look at a lot of distributors historically, they may have a PDF with here are the different types of gas but it's not down to the individual gas itself. It's been maybe kind of hidden in CU in the ERP, but it's not displayed, uh, hasn't been displayed on, on the website, even though that's 30 to 70% of a given distributor's revenue. So critical, something that has been missing from the industry uh, that, that just didn't exist before. So what we did is we worked with industry experts in the gas and welding gas business uh, some of our current customers, uh, product experts within the gas, and we have created, and nobody's seen this yet except our customers, but the industry first uh, gas creator wizard. And it's directly for e-commerce, and you can go through, create your individual gases, whether it's spec gas, whether it's mixed gas, whatever type of gas that each individual distributor sells and has sold, they can easily, quickly create those products in this wizard, publish, and it immediately shows up on their ES Tech website. And that takes integration from all three companies because the data starts within the CU platform. The data then goes to DDS. DDS has the wizard the distributor creates the product and then through APIs, it is directly sent to the ES Tech platform. And that's something that didn't exist, you know, even six months ago, a year ago, and especially when we started talking, but that's just the level of integration that we've been able to create. And it's resulted in huge success with our distributors in terms of revenue, in terms of their customer experience, in terms of finding products, um, and it really is the, the future of e-commerce and it really is a next generation product data and
and product data experience. Thank you to these distinguished panelists. Once again, to see the roundtable in its entirety, click the link in the description below. Put Weltcoa's manufacturing expertise to work for you. Weltcoa has been creating solutions and manufacturing gas-related products for over 50 years. Its team takes the time to understand your fill plant environment and design a solution that meets and often exceeds the objectives. When you choose Weltcoa, you can rest assured that you'll be investing in the most dependable, made-in-the-USA products on the market today. We're here to support you, Gauda. Get more with Weltcoa today. Today's member news segment is brought to you by Anthony Welded Products. With carts, cradles, cages, and pallets, Anthony has a model for every purpose. Once again, we unfortunately start today's member news segment with some tragic news. Gauda extends his condolences to the friends and family of Joyce Pierce, who passed away last month at the age of 86. She will be missed by all who knew her. In happier news, Owisco announced that it had acquired Oxygen Supply Company to expand its footprint to include Tom's River, New Jersey. Absolute Air filled its first order and began filling from its air separation plant in Faribault, Minnesota. Hawn Welding Supply opened its 22nd location in Allentown, Pennsylvania. ITW Welding opened its brand new Customer Experience Center at Hobart Filler Rentals in Otroy, Ohio. Gas Equipment Company recently promoted Roy Nichols to be its senior sales manager overseeing the company's industrial gas and cryogenic team. Anova announced that it was awarded the 2023 IoT Analytics Platform of the Year Award. B&R Compliance Associates named Joseph Green as its healthcare and technical training manager. Protective Industrial Products appointed Kurt Holtz as its president and CEO. Lindy completed its previously announced acquisition of Nexair. To learn more about any of these member news items or to submit member news of your own, read the full February 15th Gauda Connection in your email inbox today or by clicking the link in the description below. Kivani Group's new series High Pressure Regulators for Cutting and Welding Applications offer the highest performance and longest service life in the industry. Kivani Group, wherever gas is used, we are there. Before we go today, I want to draw attention to a scam that is becoming increasingly common. As discussed earlier this episode, the internet is undeniably a transformative force for good for our business, but it also comes with risk. Recently, American Torch Tip President Jack Walters made us aware of an attack that happened to his company. In an email, Jack said, Earlier this week, we got an email from our suppliers from their legitimate email address asking us to do a change of address in our wire to their new bank account. Within 24 hours of that transfer, we learned that the email account that sent the email was hacked. We sent the money to a fake account. Now, both our vendor and us are working to get it back. We are all trained to watch for email hacks and phishing attempts. We use two-factor authentication for most of our accounts here. And while this might be unlikely coming from some of your larger suppliers, I would still strongly recommend that two-factor authentication is used on all sensitive accounts when used by business. And double-check any changes by phone if there is an ask to send money or similar transaction where there is a possible loss. Jack concluded the email by saying, Something like this could be problematic for anyone, especially if they don't catch it quickly. We here at Gauda Media learned that lesson firsthand two years ago when we had a ransomware attack at our organization. Luckily, we were able to resolve the issue with very little damage, but other companies haven't been as lucky. With the Equifax breach a few years ago, literally everybody in the world has been impacted in some way, shape, or form by these cyber schemes, and they're becoming increasingly sophisticated and harder to catch. Last year, we did an interview with Amwins talking about cybersecurity measures that Gauda members should be taking to protect themselves. 
To see that interview again, click the link in the description below and stay safe out there. Thank you all for tuning in today. Our next episode on March 15th will be an in-depth look at the ongoing CO2 shortage. It's certainly an episode that you won't want to miss. Until then, for all of us here at Gauda TV, this is Steve Guillermo signing off.